Greetings, this is your host, Teresa Gamble, the start of Brian Jacksonville Chapter Director. We are back with part two of Crisis Risk Management Ransomware SWAT Identity with John Shee, Jamie Shaw, and guest speaker, Kurt Andergrad. Stay tuned, we get to see a sneak peek of their solution for ransomware. Now we can see your screen, Jamie. Excellent. Okay. Here, what we are noticing is this is a framework that we want to provide um, for organizations to start assessing their posture of the cyber risk. What it is doing is um, it is setting up a narrative in terms of how to build a scenario. Um, again, if we were, if I were to bring out an earlier call out from you there, if you mentioned that it is not only the business units and uh, besides the business unit uh, or the business unit owners, it is not just about applications. You want to get a comprehensive view of how the security or risk are trending within the organization. Now, a natural consideration there is what are those dimensions that are required to do that comprehensive risk posture assessment? So what we are doing within our platform is we are taking an approach where we get that grading done. And that grading is where it will identify the factors that affect the potential likelihood of the scenarios, the risk-based scenarios that we expect or anticipate within um, the IT ecosystem. So in this couple of screens that we are seeing, we notice that first we take information around how is the control maturity. And that includes both application controls and uh, enterprise controls. And within the application controls, so the, uh, to the earlier point that all of us were um, discussing about, is the application using uh, strong password policies? Is Does the application have authentication, which is a step-up authentication or which is an elevated authentication? And if so, what is that flavor of authentication or what is the type of authentication? Now, once the, this information is solicited, solicited or obtained from the application owners, what the framework does is it moves on to the next step. And that next step is where it brings out all the assets or the devices that are or can be potentially impacted using whatever is the information that was captured in the earlier step, which was the control script. But along with this, the assets, what it essentially also does is it then moves on to steps into the other elements of what is the current vulnerability uh, that is being observed. Again, the vulnerability as in the vulnerability posture that is associated with the types of assets that have been seen, observed or marked to be applicable or relevant for the particular risk scenario that is being staged. And then what it does is it pulls up the information around 
the threat for those assets. Now, this is where a, we, uh, this is a key marquee differentiator as far as MyVidas platform is concerned. Typically, what uh, will happen is you need that dynamic runtime information about what are the persisting or the ongoing threats that are seen, noticed, or observed in an organization. So for this particular module, that information is something that is source fed by the analytics module, and it tends to contextualize it. The way it contextualizes it is for the assets that were taken in the previous step, it will identify uh, and it will also risk rank of what are the corresponding threat vectors that are applicable for those assets. And once we have all these factors assimilated, it runs the simulation. And at the time when it is running the simulation, it'll just ask for an additional supplementary information, which is very critical for the platform to start baselining about what is it that has a strategic impact in terms of if there were to be a DDoS attack, which is a denial of service or an operational outage in layman's term. Now, for such an attack, we, we want the empirical information or the historical information of what is it that is potentially at loss here in terms of the type of the cost that can be incurred in case if there were to be a potential impact. With all the input that has been factored in, in these steps, the platform in the module, this particular module, which is a risk quantifier, we call it as a risk meter, it then runs a simulation and it pulls in a score along with supplemented with the quantification in terms of what is the dollar value that is potentially at risk. Now relate this to the ransomware scenario too. The ransomware lifecycle that we stepped through, that John um, just stepped through the five stages, Step three and step five within that, or step four, I'm sorry, were the ones where we had seen that once a malware is infected, or sorry, once a ransomware is placed, is delivered, the subsequent traversal that happens where either credentials are compromised or privileges are escalated, for either of those to happen, there are indications within the environment which can be pulled by the platform. And what is that indication? It is this threat, the table that we are seeing here. So the platform will pull up that threat by monitoring, by constantly keeping a tab in terms of what is going on as far as the persistence that has been established by that particular piece of software. And in case, if there is something that needs attention, in case if there is something that warrants attention, it'll be, so it'll be pulled out here, it'll be surfaced here. And based on this, it will generate uh, both, as I said, a risk score and a quantifiable dollar value of what is the impact that needs attention. So this is one of the offshoots, a classic example of where is it that MyVeda as a platform is using, is providing a capability to perform an analysis of how is it that the cyber risk uh, maturity is currently configured, as well as what are the steps that are required 
to uh, elevate that besides whatever is already being seen or observed. 